G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. As you know, there are communities in drought across Australia. Nationally, according to the Weather Bureau, May rainfall figures showed the third lowest on record and the lowest for May since the record set back in 2008. Drought maps seem to indicate that some of the worst areas at present are in New South Wales and in Victoria, with significant patches of drought in WA. Now, One of those to focus on today is in East Gippsland in Victoria, where they've been experiencing what is described as a 1 in 20 years rainfall deficiency. One farmer reportedly described the conditions recently as worse than the millennium drought. As you might expect, pastors are often encouraging people and families in rural communities affected by drought. In fact, it's wise to know there is a pastor who you can call on when things look grim. A chat today with one of those pastors, Pastor Gary Durston from the Orbost River Church in East Gippsland. Hello, Gary. Welcome along to 2020. Hi, Neil. How are you? I'm well, Gary. And it looks as though there are lots of farmers in your community that have been suffering of recent times. Yeah, they're doing it pretty tough. Um, Tougher than I've seen. I've been here uh, 25 years, 26 years, and it's the toughest I've seen it over the side of the state. When things are so tough like that, when you are a pastor in the town, it's not just people on the land that are affected. It's people in the community in general that are affected by drought conditions. Yeah, there's there's always a a flow on because the community depends on each other and, of course, it affects all the businesses in town. Um, Farmers uh, haven't got the funds. Their wives don't have the funds to do the shopping as they normally would. And so there's a withhold, so it affects every business and uh, the whole community. Uh, Gary, let me ask you, uh, beef and dairy farmers in your community, reportedly some of them selling up to half of their herds. Is that the sort of stories you're hearing? Yes, uh, that's uh, what I'm hearing. Um, that They've sold quite a few. Um, some farmers have sold, if they've got two properties, they've cleared one property totally and just concentrating on the single property uh, or moving closer to town so they can give them water. Uh, That's right. When dams go dry, and they are, as I understand it, bone dry, and farmers do what they can to bring their herds closer to town because that way they get to access something of town water. Uh, Easy for some, but not so easy for others. Yeah, that's true. And also the ones on town water, it becomes another debt uh, expense because you imagine how much a cow, uh, how much water a cow consumes and the price of town water is quite expensive. So, of course, that's another bill the farmer has to deal with. Uh, Gary, some recent rainfalls in your region, but the interesting thing is with those falls, it's winter time and the grass doesn't grow very fast in winter. So even rainfalls at this time mean that 
uh, farmers have to hold on pretty tight uh, through this time through winter. Yeah, I was talking to one farmer this morning and he said the worst is yet to come. He said um, we've got had the rain which has created green but it hasn't grown grass. Now let's talk about how farmers are feeding their cattle uh, their livestock, because as I understand it, there have been dozens and up to 80 semi-trailers a day trucking hay into your community. Well, in, into the broader uh, region of Gippsland, yes, 80 trucks a day. Uh, at the truck stop the other night, there was 20 trucks of hay counted with the truck drivers having a rest overnight. So that's continually coming into the town, plus a lot of grain as well. Uh, Gary, what can you tell us about that hay? Because uh, sometimes we're under the impression that it's coming as some sort of donation, but I suspect uh, farmers are having to buy that hay in and it's coming in by semi-trailer? Yeah, it's costing the farms around $5,000 a load to uh, bring it in. And so, uh, yeah, there is quite an expense. So when you add that on to uh, all the other expenses they've got with the water and the, the grain... I spoke to one farmer recently and he said he so far has bought eight truckloads of hay and 80 tonne of grain. So the, 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 the expenses are just going up and up. Uh, Gary, let us in on how you see families being affected in your own community there in Orbost. Uh, families are the ones too that suffer. I mean, you might have, uh, supposing it's uh, the male of the family who's attending to uh, livestock and trying to keep things afloat. Uh, what does it do for, for families? You've got wives, you've got children of farmers. How are they affected by the, the hardships that are going on on the land? Well, it affects the whole family. Usually with the, on, on the land, it, it, it's a family um, thing. The whole families are involved in the land, so it affects the whole dynamics of the family. The, the mothers of uh, the, the ladies of the house have, have got to tighten up on their t- purse strings, and like I said, you know they hesitate in spending any uh, money that they would normally spend, and they, they limit stuff uh, quite a lot across the board. The, the kids go home from school and so forth, and all they hear is you know what, what's what's not happening in the farm and what should be happening in the farm. And they see there's livestock being loaded up in trucks and moved out, so that makes it all very difficult for the entire family. I mean, we live in a land, don't we, which is a land of extremes, as, uh, you know, very, very popular songs will say, you know, a uh, land of uh, of sunburnt plains and flooding rains. Uh, these sorts of things are, in some sense, normal for us. But do you get people occasionally asking in your church, uh, why does God allow this sort of thing to happen? Is that the sort of thing? Do people bring a spirituality into the idea of of drought? They haven't as such. Um, farmers around here have been here a long time uh, and they see it as part of nature more than anything. Um, but these, are, these are the seasons we go through. It's just that this one is a harder one than they've been through for a long time. How do we go with the idea of prayer for rain, the idea of a drought breaking? And uh, there are many, many stories of people who have and usually leaders that band together and uh, they pray and they ask for breakthrough and they believe that God will bring rain. Uh, is that something that there seems to be some agitation for in your community? There has been a little bit of that. Yes, um, so, some people have got together and been praying, and I, I know in the Iron Church there's been a, a couple of prayer meetings for that. Uh, um, 
and that is, is certainly needed because we need God's uh, intervention in, into the situation to bring that blessing. We, we've been up until now. This region has been really blessed by God, and people have acknowledged that. But uh, now, at this time of dryness, um, people uh, are seeking you know, to, uh, for prayer, support, and so forth. And of course, the church has got a big role to play in that We've, to make ourselves available to uh, all our needs, prayerfully and spiritually, emotionally, and physically. Now, I've heard stories of real camaraderie that can happen in rural farming communities when there is drought, when one farmer is doing okay and another farmer not too far away is really not doing okay. Uh, Do you note that there is a camaraderie between farmers in your community or even uh, farmers in general that you might have uh, contact with around the nation? Or uh, do you know of any sort of networks that have developed with farmers who have been doing it tough? They do support each other. They, they, um, I've spoken to several farmers. They all know what's happening on each other's farms and the situations that they're in. And uh, I've got no specific um, point where they uh, have shared, but they, I know that they do support one another quite well here in the community. And uh, they're interested in what's happening with each other and uh, do support each other whichever way they can. Uh, When I was introducing our conversation, Gary, I mentioned just how valuable it is uh, for farmers who are finding things to be very grim to at least have a contact uh, with the pastor in a local church in their local community. Uh, You clearly recognise the value of that. What's your encouragement to people in other parts of the country who are listening to our conversation now who would be thinking about, uh, well, I don't know the the local pastor in the local church in my local town. Uh, It certainly is a valuable thing because uh, you, like many other pastors, can be a valuable listening ear when things look really, really tough. Yeah. People need to be, farmers need to not to hold it to themselves, but come and talk. There's no judgment, no condemnation. Uh, many, many years ago, I was on the land myself and I went through the drought in the early 80s. And I know firsthand of people who committed suicide, took their lives, and uh, complete family breakdowns. And if um, we try to hold and, and isolate our, ourselves, it doesn't help. So I, I encourage any farmer or family or any business in the community who just wants to come and have a cuppa and a talk they're always welcome and uh, whichever community you are in, in the nation I was over uh, in the and uh, Finlay and through there a few weeks back and it's so dry it's a dust bowl over there and uh, don't hold it on your, on your own just come and talk and, and, and allow us to pray with you or just even to listen to your stories because we, we need to express each other's stories and, and uh, stand with each other. So uh, the, the church has got a vital part of the community to, to play in these times. Uh, do you think that sometimes uh, people on the land might assume that the pastor of a local church in town might not know anything about their circumstance and uh, to know that in East Gippsland in Orbost uh, at least you have spent time on the land and you've got a real affinity for farmers you can empathise with the challenges they're going through with drought what about ways for people listening to our conversation now to in some ways connect with farmers and perhaps even farmers in your local community is there a way that listeners can help or connect with you at all Gary? Uh, yeah, there's a lot of ways. Um, and, uh, no matter if it's this community or any community, 
just give a farmer a, a call and say, ask him how you're going, mate. You know, um, let them know that you're interested, you're caring, and um, ring the local churches in, in your area and say, what can I do to help? Um, Prayer is, of course, one of the major things to, to, to be involved in. Also, contact your local shires and ask them if, they, if there's any community help that you can do. It affects the whole nation. So, we, as as a Christian, all the Christians should be getting together and pressing into those who are doing it hard and say, "Here I am." Uh, uh, it was interesting talking to one of the farmers here, and he said, "You know, this is the hardest I've had it." And he said, "But there are farms in other areas who've got it a lot tougher." And and his heart was going out to other areas, and so we should be doing that as well. Uh, well, good advice. Call a farmer. Let them know that you're interested. Let them know that you care and get prayer happening in your local church. Uh, pastor Gary Durston is pastoring the Orbost River Church in East Gippsland. Uh, Gary, just valuable insights today and thank you so much for taking some time to share what you know about your community and, and that encouragement for people right across the nation who are facing drought conditions right now. I just want to have a thing that's uh, the farmers feeding out, uh, not getting a break. So if anybody's got a few hours that, 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 or a few days, just ring up the farm and say, can I come out and feed out for you and that give you a, a rest so you can have a day off because they're working seven days a week now just feeding out. It's consuming a lot of time and effort. All right, that's right. Uh, in some ways... Uh, being a relief for farmers on the yeah. land. Uh, good advice from Look, you, Pastor Gary special. Durston. Thanks so much for being with us. Thank you, Neil. Bless you. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.